0: Before we start, I just wanted to give a quick update about some changes happening on our channel. Our Everytown series is coming back very soon, and those will be going live every single Friday moving forward from here. You guys were asking for more content, and so that series is centered around one crazy story each week that goes into all the details and theories on that particular story, because every town has a dark side. There will be a full video component to them so you can watch them here or if you prefer to just listen. then it's also on our Everytown podcast which there's a link to in the description below. Also, all the regular Scary Mysteries videos are available as a podcast in case you didn't know and want to listen to it as opposed to watch. So subscribe and all that good stuff so you don't miss out on everything we have coming out. And finally... If you like what we're putting out and want to support us, then check out our Patreon page, where every Thursday we post an exclusive Scary Mysteries video that dives into some seriously dark countdowns, among other things. We appreciate you guys always tuning in. Thanks so much. Five People Who Escaped Being Buried Alive Perhaps one of the last things a person would want to experience in life is to be buried alive. It would be an indescribable horror to find oneself trapped in a box, perhaps below the ground. It would be a slow, excruciating death, and the people on this list almost experienced just that. Here are five people who escaped being buried alive. Number five. Nina Rudchenko. It's quite amazing how our indomitable will to live helps us escape even the most dreadful situations. Nina Rudchenko is one of those determined individuals who literally and figuratively crawled out of her grave. Her incredible story of suffering and survival began one night in April of 2020 and the small village of Mariinsk in the Ukraine. She was inside her house when two local thugs, brothers, stormed inside. Without saying a word, the hoodlums, aged 27 and 30, attacked the 57-year-old. They punched her in the face and beat her up with a baseball bat. Uncontent, they then went on to torture the woman for a couple hours until she finally passed out. The ill-willed men dragged the victim's body then to a local cemetery where they poured water on her face to wake her up. When she regained consciousness, the two forced the badly beaten woman to dig a grave and she was then prompted to lie in it. In a later interview with the authorities, she said that she lay in her grave face down as her tormentors began to bury her alive. I covered my face with hands, trying to reserve some air. They were laughing and talking about plans to kill all my family, the woman said. After returning the dirt to the hollow ground, the two fled the scene, probably thinking that she was dead. And this was the time that Ruchenko dug her way out of that shallow grave She crawled all the way back to her home before losing consciousness again, this time from utter exhaustion. The following morning, her sister found her lying on the floor of her house. She was horrified to see her sibling's face covered with bruises and blood. She could barely recognize her. The victim was immediately rushed to a nearby hospital. Her attending doctor said that she suffered a severe concussion as well as a broken jaw and nose. Local authorities said that they have launched a criminal case for attempted murder against the brothers, but the case is currently still ongoing. 4. Rosangela dos Santos In the earlier days of medical science, it was difficult to determine if someone was actually dead. They had no sophisticated way of telling if a person was just in a coma, emaciated, paralyzed, or just plain unconscious. Such was the case of a woman from Brazil, Rosangela Dos Santos. Dos Santos was from the Northeast region of Brazil. In January of 2018, She had been admitted to a local hospital for a week after she was rushed there by her family. The death certificate issued by Hospital D'Oeste indicated that she suffered from two cardiac arrests before dying from septic shock. A funeral was held for Dos Santos. As it was the custom, she was buried in a concrete tomb at the municipal cemetery in her hometown the following day. Then, eleven days later, on February 9th, locals living near the cemetery reported hearing screams, banging, and groans coming from inside the tomb of the recently buried woman. Dos family were alerted right away by the people who heard the commotion. Just as soon as they arrived at the venue, they immediately worked in dismantling the tomb. Videos and photos taken during the incident showed people furiously pulling the coffin from the concrete enclosure. To everyone's surprise, they saw multiple signs of her actually being alive. Testimonies from those present said they could feel warmth when they touched her feet. The injuries she incurred on her hand suggested that she had been trying to get out from that casket. In the box itself, They had found the nails that had been hammered in were loosened. The incident was reported to the police, who then began an investigation on the matter. A representative of the hospital, meanwhile, said that they will provide all the necessary information to authorities and family. Unfortunately, the worst part of it all is Dos Santos wasn't able to be freed from her early grave, and so she had to be buried a second time around. Number three, Michalina Lewandowska. In 2005, Michalina Lewandowska and Marcin Kaspzak moved to the United Kingdom from Poland to seek opportunities and build their lives together. The two were inseparable. Such was their love for one another that the 25-year-old Marcin even proposed to the 27-year-old to be his wife. He was given a ring. Little did they know that this symbol of commitment would later turn out to be the woman's means of escape from death. In 2008, the couple gave birth to their son, and from there, their relationship went downhill. Later on, Kaspzak began seeing another woman whom he wanted to be with. It was difficult, however, knowing that he was still engaged to Lewandoska, He also couldn't afford to cut ties with his first lover because he was afraid that she would take his son. And yet, the meat factory worker deemed himself incapable of raising the child himself. With no viable options for him to take, he decided to suck up the situation and continue with it. Nonetheless, though, his desire to have her gone remained. He then talked to a friend, Patrick Boris. About his dilemma. In turn, the 18-year-old filled him up with a malicious solution. It took some time, but in 2011, the two friends decided to make their evil scheme a reality. So in December of that year, Kaspzak attacked his now former fiance with a taser. He shot her twice in the neck. The surge of 300,000 electrical volts shooting into her body immediately rendered her weak and nearly unconscious. The two men then took the chance to bind and gag her, and afterwards, they put her into a cardboard computer box. The box was taped shut, and it was basically made to become her coffin. The men then drove to the woods on the outskirts of Huddersfield, West Yorkshire, England. It was there that they buried the box with her inside. As if the act wasn't horrible enough, the two decided to bury her head down first. They then placed a 90-pound tree branch on top of the box to impede any of her attempts to escape, and after that, they left her for dead. Lou struggled to move and breathe in the enclosure, In this desperate situation, the woman then remembered the only tool that she could have. It was her engagement ring. Through this piece of jewelry, she was able to cut her legs free from the bind, and she went on to scratch open the box. It reportedly took her half an hour to cut herself free from the makeshift casket. She then crawled to the surface and looked for help, and a motorist, who happened to pass by the area, Saw her and called for rescue. The police were notified and a manhunt was made. It didn't take long for them to apprehend the two responsible for the heinous deed. Turns out, after they buried the girl, the man took her credit card and withdrew hundreds of dollars from her account. They then headed to Bori's home, where they were subsequently arrested. In his defense, Kasprak said that he only wanted to scare his girlfriend, and that he really planned on coming back to free her. The prosecution thought otherwise, and he was sentenced to 20 years in prison on that same month that the incident occurred. Forrest, on the other hand, was cleared of attempted murder charges. Number 2. Forrest Butch Boyer just when you thought this could only happen in the movies. A father, in real life, escaped from the realm of death just so he could make the people who wronged him and his son answer for what they had done. Boris Boyer is one such man who did the unthinkable. A successful businessman, he owned a huge used car lot in Phoenix, Alabama. Known in the area as Butch, he happened to have a reputation for carrying large amounts of cash in person. Unknowingly, this habit of his brought tragedy into his and his family's life. In February of 2002, two men named Michael Curth and Jimmy Brooks showed up at Boyer's property. They claimed to be narcotics officers investigating a case involving his business and things escalated quickly from there. What happened next was the men forced Butch and his son to get into a car. They drove about 20 miles south of the town and stopped in an area where the current U.S. Highway 431 was being built. The kidnappers asked him about a safe and then drove them back home to get a box containing more than $40,000 in cash. After acquiring the money, They brought the victims back to the construction site. There, they slit the man's throat. Despite the horrifying length of the slash, which was described to have gone from ear to ear, the cut wasn't deep enough to sever any major arteries. He was clever enough to play dead, though, at which point, he was shoved into a grave they had previously dug. Lying motionless at the bottom, Boyer heard gunshots from above the ground. He then saw his son's body fall into the same pit with him. After this, the killers covered the grave with dirt and left the scene. He was stuck underground for about 10-15 to minutes before he began his ascent. He also worked to unearth the same grave to get his son out who was dead. Despite bleeding heavily from the wound on his neck, Butch walked for almost a mile to ask for help. A police unit happened to be nearby, and luckily, there was an ambulance as well. But the father wouldn't leave until they recovered his son's body, and the officers assured him that they would go to the said spot. Only then did he agree to go on ahead to the hospital. Meanwhile, Boyer provided the police a detailed description of the car driven by the perpetrators and through the victim's information, authorities were quickly able to apprehend Kurth and Brooks. They were later charged with kidnapping, murder, and attempted murder. Both were sentenced to death in 2003 and they are now currently awaiting execution. Number 1. Stacey Gwilliam Stacy Gwilliam was promised to be wed by her longtime boyfriend, Keith Hughes. However, their love affair was quite chaotic, to say the least. Hughes, a bodybuilder, had once been jailed in 2013 for three years and nine months for three separate aggravated assaults against Gwilliam. He was also charged of false imprisonment. It wasn't entirely revealed what happened between the two for these charges to occur, but... One could only assume that William was a victim of domestic abuse. Years after he served his sentence and got out, the couple rekindled their relationship. The woman, a cancer survivor, said that she had taken him back into her arms solely because she still loved him. In July of 2016, Hughes asked for her hand in marriage and she accepted. Days later, the two went for a stroll. On their way back, however, they started to have a heated argument over some issues. Apparently, the Swansea native accused her groom to be stealing money from her, and she threatened to have him sent back to prison if he failed to pay her back. Things then spiraled out of control rather quickly. All of a sudden, the two were shouting at the top of their lungs, and the woman allegedly started hitting him repeatedly. I wanted her to calm down. Hughes, A painter and decorator by profession later told the court. So he grabbed her and strangled her until she lost consciousness, and then she fell to the ground. Not knowing what to do next, he panicked. He thought the woman was dead, and so he piled some bushes and tree branches on top of what he thought was a lifeless body. It took some time, but William eventually regained her consciousness. She began to realize that she was trapped She knew she was still near the Swansea Bay area as she could hear the sound of the sea in the background. In a later interview, she said that she was rattled to the core to find herself basically buried in a pile of dirt, leaves, and branches. Everything seemed to slow down as she gradually came to her senses. It was like everything was in slow motion. All I could see were blurs of green and brown, she told TV show hosts Pierce Morgan and Susanna Reed. She was even more terrified to find herself having difficulties in breathing and moving her body. She went on to say, It was like I was paralyzed. It was awful, really. Despite the lack of strength in her body, Williams continued to try to push what was on top of her. Thankfully, She managed to emerge from the ground, and she crawled to a nearby golf club, where she then found help and rescue. She was quickly taken to the hospital and put in an induced coma for 26 days in order for her to fully recover. Meanwhile, Hughes was arrested and found guilty of attempted murder in a court in Swansea, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Although she's back in shape now, Williams admits to be suffering from flashbacks and panic attacks brought on by this horrible and terrifying incident. So there were five people who escaped being buried alive. It's no wonder that being buried alive ranks high on the list of terrible ways to die. Although it happens a lot less now than before, the fear is still real. The question now is, what would you do if you found yourself in such a terrifying situation? If you guys enjoyed this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. We have new videos coming out every single week. Every town is coming back every single Friday very soon, so check that out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.